I'm Brett. And I'm Jacob. And this is your weekly BJ. Oh, it might be too much power to be honest. Like, <laughs> that's fair. Nobody knows they're, uh, they're having to be a powerful asshole level completely. Yeah. Might as well limit it. No, not too good to. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh,. <laughs> What do you want to talk about today? What do I want to talk about today? Um, okay, so I think the main thing that I, I noticed about this week, uh, since we are thinking about the weeks, um, is how insane is it the reaction to, um, <laughs> like, the idea that you're surprised that the royal family is racist. Yeah. Does that just hit you? Um, it's kind of weird to me. Like, I, I saw a lot of memes this week showing, like, Oprah sitting on a pile of money while interviewing <laughs> Harry and Meghan while they sit on a pile of pounds. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> we're so yeah. oppressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure that any of this was motivated by money. Like, yeah, they're, they're going to make some money, but... Um, <laughs> Harry's basically rejected a title. He has so much money. He doesn't care. Oprah, what could possibly happen to Oprah? Right? <laughs> like, yeah, that's uh, true. they've all got enough money. So this has to be about, uh, yeah, something bigger for sure. Yeah. Um, I've got a few thoughts on that, but we can go on uh, for a yeah. little bit first. Cause like the, uh, I, I mentioned to you earlier about my thoughts on it, just for our yeah. listeners, there's going to be another conspiracy corner. <laughs> but uh we definitely find some good music for yeah conspiracy I, corner i think so it's something better than <laughs> anyways oh, that's pretty good though okay good. well i don't want to throw our, our <laughs> listeners off who might be thinking that they're due for a conspiracy corner now but you're just gonna have to wait yeah <laughs> yeah no but honestly i my uh one of my favorite things i've seen is the people showing that john oliver predicted this oh, did he? uh at, yeah basically they're asking him like are you excited before the wedding i think it was on colbert or something he's been asked if he was excited about the wedding and he said that he he literally said the words that he could see this causing megan severe emotional harm so oh, wow yeah it's it's like these people just realized um like maybe a decade ago that they're just people like they could, they, it was very recently that they were, they allowed themselves to marry outside of their own family. Yeah. Right? Like they used to, you know, marry their cousins so that they didn't have to mix with just regular white people. There's some like, we're so, there's some really and, weird stuff with that oh too. God, could they be, could they be racist? But like, they're, they don't, they don't even touch racist because they're so far above racist. They're, they're human racist. They hate the entire human race that isn't their particular family. Yeah. You're absolutely right about that. Like, is, I'm curious how many people are aware that the the royal families all intermarried because they literally thought that they were of like divine blood. Like they yeah. thought they were above normal people. Like just like how you said. Way above. Yeah. Racism doesn't even start to describe what ism they are, are dealing with. There is no yeah. other. We don't need a word for it because they're the only people who suffer from it. Mm -hmm. It's so... Yeah, and so we're surprised that they're racist. Yeah, shocking. 
I can't like, believe it. And like, this is coming they, they from, would ask, like, you know, Prince Philip, who's my favorite Prince Philip-ism. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So um, I've only just to, to give a little background, I'm, I'm really sorry. I've only recently become like a royal watcher. And that's because I started watching The yeah. Crown. And The Crown is fantastic. I'm loving it. But the thing that always comes about when I'm watching The Crown is like, these people are fucked. Like, what a <laughs> weird family. <laughs> like, I'm just yeah. watching it as like yeah. a dumpster fire. I've, apparently, I love to watch dumpster fire. But yeah, um, it's just a weird, weird thing because they they treat their family like some weird business. And it's like, yeah. I know that they their family literally represents a country. And I, I understand how right. weird that or kind like from the outside, as much as an outsider could understand, I think I do. But like, yeah, I, I don't think we'll, we would ever really understand the level of insanity it is. And I don't think there's a way to, you know, yeah. there's nothing really comparable. Yeah. Even like people try and say it's like a celebrity thing. It's not even the same thing as being a celebrity at all. So my favorite Prince Philip ism. Okay. So he goes to mm-hmm. China and he says to like, he goes to a British school in China. And he says to the students, don't stay here. Otherwise, you'll get all slant-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So um, what makes this my favorite oh. is that he yeah. he said that. And then they they asked some Chinese people, you know, how does that make you feel? And they're like, oh, that's kind of funny. And apparently yeah. the Chinese schools in Britain, like Prince Philip stole this joke from them because they told they used to tell their students, don't stay in Britain too long because you'll get all round-eyed. <laughs> oh, my God. So, oh, and then we're surprised, right? We're surprised that they're racist. Yeah. Why? And, like, Prince they're, Philip has a oh. whole bunch of those, too, right? Like, the guy's like oh, yeah. an old-school racist. Like, Yeah, the, absolutely. The, yeah, the type of racist that doesn't even see it as wrong. He's just like, no, no. it's just how I do things. Like, why? He's been raised his whole life to believe that he is superior to everyone else around him. Yep. Everyone else. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Hats off to those it's crown It's pretty actors. much enshrined in law that he is. It's pretty much like <laughs> enshrined in law that he is actually better than us. Uh, that's so, such a wild thing. Like, Why that, would he not think that? Yeah. Like, he's got all of his close he can bring friends. The receipts. He's got close friends and family telling him that. He's got, mm-hmm. and, and literally a government. Like the government of a country saying, yeah. oh, no, no, you're a step at him. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. You literally run the show. You own most yeah. of it. So it's what insane. I fa- what I found really weird about that interview was that Meghan and Harry went really out of their way to say that Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip yeah. weren't the ones saying the racist things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> just which, doesn't seem. <laughs> no. It's kind of messed up. So this is where I yeah. want to go into Jacob's conspiracy corner. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> so my whole thought behind it is that this is all a thing that the royal family is orchestrating to make it seem like Prince Charles was saying the racist shit so that they can skip him in the monarch in the line of Mark so that he doesn't get a chance to be. Yeah. Him. And yeah, I think uh, if you're it, like Prince Charles is old as fuck. Like his mom is yeah nearly a hundred, right? And nobody likes Camilla, right? Yeah. And there's even some question about whether because yes, if you're the king, you're also the head of the English church. Mm-hmm. And so there's some question as to marrying a divorcee, whether he should be allowed to be the head. Oh, yeah, it is a go. religious thing, right? Yeah. But divorce is allowed in the English church. That was the whole point of the English church. Um, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, suddenly now they're like, oh, there might be a question of whether he could be the head of our religion. Mm-hmm. Even Which, though he just did the same thing that the guy who started your religion did. Yeah, but just not as many up. women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure everything before 1800, they, they probably think doesn't count. Probably. But yeah, that's my conspiracy is because, and I think it makes a lot of I sense. Think so, yeah. Like, it's um, either that or to get William out of the line of succession, right? To try oh. it. But the whole thing is, how could you think racism is going to rock the English crown? Like, they're just, they survived the Epstein <laughs> thing. They survived, they're going to survive this. They like, nobody, I don't like, nobody's benefited more from racism um, than the English royal family, I would say. I, 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 yeah. I think that's a pretty I think that's a, safe statement. Yeah, it's a fair statement. Like, you know, you monarchies had... in general have benefited the most from racism, probably monarchies overall, but English, they've got to be right up there. Spanish maybe because they did really do a number on the Aztecs and the Incas, but I don't know. I'm still saying British. I'm saying British for length of it too, right? Like, yeah. And for like the spread, they yeah. covered way more territory. Yeah. Like they had India. India is huge. Like, oh my God. So many people too. Yeah. Like not just the landmass. They had a lot of China as well. Yeah. And Canada, they still have Canada. Like, can we talk a little bit about like, shouldn't we just stop having a queen? Yes. <laughs> like what I like, I love that there's a debate about putting other people on the money. Like yeah. anybody else, you have to have a debate, but she just gets born and you get to be <laughs> on all the money. We're just like, who should we put in our money? Well, you know what? We got a really great group of uh, uh, cousin fucking pedophiles. Uh, <laughs> let's throw them on the money. <laughs> just for no reason yeah they're we so should, good that they only have sex with their cousins we should put jeffrey epstein on our money yeah. <laughs> just just, just him as and a Andrew, tribute like with their arms around each other and then the girls <laughs> like a vignette across the bill yeah i like we it we don't need just one person like we don't have to limit ourselves and we could just make it like a million dollar bill it's like you know just put it put it in the bank of canada like no we have a million dollar bill <laughs> That's all. That's all I want. Oh, uh, and and then yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. be our we're out of the Commonwealth because like yeah, um, I really we need to leave. I don't know the benefit of it, especially now that Britain uh, left the EU, like Brexit. I feel like they're kind of like we're tying ourselves to a sinking ship. You know, they're well, going down right now. They're not in ascendancy. It's been sinking since World War Two, right? Well, yeah, yeah. No, definitely not the British Empire of uh, you know. Uh, Victoria's Day for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right now they've just cut ties with basically what was keeping them together. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a pain and for them to keep moving forward. I'm really curious about like how the indigenous communities think about it. Because when I'm thinking about this as a white guy, I think, how can we have a true reconciliation with our indigenous people while still paying homage to the crown? Yeah. Like really it, representative of the, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't we have to, that, that's, don't we have to we cut took over all this land in their name? Exactly. Right? We took over all this land in their name with the treaties are all signed over to Kings and Queens. Yeah. So yeah, it feels like if we're going to move forward, which like, that's something that I would really like to see mm-hmm. um, somehow um, bring the peoples together and, you know, uh, but we, we would have to get rid of it. It, it doesn't feel like you can move forward um, holding on to this old stuff. And that's, I think, why we got to ask ourselves why we're holding on to it. Yeah. And the cost of it. Is it adding? Yeah. Well, and I don't think we, we don't pay, it doesn't hit us as much as, um, as it does the British, but we have to pay for a lot of useless stuff. 
like uh, our last governor general there, she cost us a ton of extra money with all her extra security demands and all her extra privacy demands. Uh, I can't remember what the number was, but she cost us a lot of extra money. And it gets really hard to take when it's in like the hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's like that. We don't need you. Well, you just you're you're supposed to be smiley and happy. You're supposed to wave. Yeah. What could you possibly be mad about? Why are you running around bullying your staff? I think right? of I think of it often as like we're paying you to wave. Be happy. What about like outside of a monetary cost? Like what is the cost to society of having a monarchy? Yeah. Like like it's just it's really weird to me because we could come, we could go a lot towards just having Quebec be more of Canada by getting rid of our queen. Yeah. Like cuz they're you know they're the the French side of Canada for a reason. Honestly, I, I feel like they'd be so happy if we just stayed in La Francophonie and mm-hmm. got rid of the Commonwealth. Because I don't think, we're, like, almost no one knows we're in La Francophonie. I've never like, heard yeah, of it before. It's, it just, it's just an allegiance of former French colonies. And Quebec is a part of La Francophonie. I don't even know if all of Canada is or just Quebec. But hmm. if they could keep that and we get rid of the Commonwealth, that would probably take a lot of the wind out of, like, sovereignty sails right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, if you want Canada to exist like it is now, then you have to do something to, um, to adapt without changing it too much. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, mold it a little bit. Like, what do we want Canada to be? Mm-hmm. And then we can move towards that direction rather than just trying to be like these conservative guys who are always like, I like having a commonwealth. I think it's neat that we have a queen. Like, cool. You think yeah. it's neat. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like you could still, you could still like the queen of England. Yeah. Like that has no bearing on us. Yeah. yeah. But if we're, trying to make a country and yeah you know my just, inner my inner anarchist is like we don't need countries but like if you're trying to do a country why do you have a yeah. queen in a different one like it's not even the queen of canada right like it is the queen of canada well she does have she does have a, a title she yeah. could go by queen of canada yeah she's but, elizabeth the first in canada as well so i mean she her name changes gosh you know so much yeah. about this like <laughs> it's all up here somewhere i don't access it until all of a sudden i start talking about it and it just vomits out man i know very little knowledge about this like all of it comes from watching you know what? i grew up in a house where they where we did like the, they liked the queen like we always we, we we learned about a lot of the kings and queens we spent a lot of time because we did do some homeschooling there mm-hmm. and uh yeah I, I i've always been fascinated um, I love watching period pieces and stuff like that. I've, I'd studied history. Um, so I, I've always kind of had this stuff there, but even liking all that stuff, it, it's, it's great. We don't have to forget it. You know, mm-hmm. if you, there are parts of it that you like, if you like some people just like that, they think people had like better manners, which not even all that true, but like, there are some things that, that, that you can like, but we need to keep moving forward. Like yeah. history is interesting because it's changing. Things changed, right? There were different systems. We live different ways and we don't need to stand still, right? Yeah. It's all going to be, it, it all needs to be changing. There needs to be progress, momentum. We're finding out that stuff isn't working, right? We're seeing it all the time where different systems aren't working. And then we're like, well, maybe if we just tinker here and there, well, we've, we've tried tinkering just a little bit here and there. Let's do something more. Let's keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we are like people who are just like, well, there's no other way to do it. This is the way they've always done it. It's, that's not true of any single thing. Yeah, I mean, other than maybe childbirth, you know, incredibly weird. It's always come out of the same part, but I mean, that's about it. There's that incredibly weird metaphor, 
Like there's yeah. <laughs> more than one way to skin a cat. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, people are sick fucks, right? I mean, honest about it. That's why we have these metaphors. We are sick. There's yeah. more than one way to skin a cat, but there's almost no reason to skin a cat <laughs> at all. I've never. <laughs> You're stretching. I've never heard of people eating cats. I've heard of people eating dogs never. and and whatnot, like no, cats. Not cats. It never comes up. Yeah. More than one way. Absolutely no reason. Yeah. Something has gone so wrong in your life <laughs> that you're taking a cat. What but really, what I'm imagining is you found a cat and you're trying to save it, and somebody has held a gun to your head and is like, <laughs> "You need to skin this now." <laughs> oh my god! And that's the- it. Just has to go back to some point in our time, in our you know, in in our human history where we were so cold this one night. Oh, just yeah. cut up all the cats for once because I can't think of what else you'd do with them. I'm going to start telling my kids that the reason that came about was because we got up to, to some weird shit before the internet came up. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much settled it, yeah. That, we're just lacking. Yeah, yeah. There's not enough entertainment. What yeah. did we do before our, our pockets were filled with every TV show that we could ever imagine all the time? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I used to read books. Do you know what? Yeah, I used to do interesting things. Yeah, go and do stuff. Go for I actually walks. spent a lot of time last night. I got hooked watching a uh, someone posted on Twitter uh, this girl who was on TikTok and she was rating the fish that men were holding in their dating profiles. And she had a funny <laughs> filter on her voice. And I think I watched the same minute video like 12 times. It just got funnier every time. That's you have funny. a really nice fish. <laughs> There used to be this thing where I'd um, I'd come across on dating profiles where the women would be like looking for a real man, and I'd always be like, "What does that mean to this person? Yeah. Like, has, have they come up with a Pinocchio, like a, a Pinocchio type situation, a number of times?" It's all the women who have dated Stephen Harper. They're still looking for a real boy. He hasn't seen the Blue Fairy. Yeah. Oh. But so that used to be a big thing. Um, I can't remember. Which yeah, some real man. Were. Yeah, that's not one that but always. Also, one that's not you know a jerk or anything. You know, like a real man that's super tough and super strong, but still emotional at the right times, right? Yeah. Or the, uh, I'm a queen looking for her alpha. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Were, I still yeah. remember uh, every now and again uh, just pick up like uh, Detroit Free Press or whatever it was in Free Press. It was one of the Detroit magazines anyway. And they had like a wild side uh, section or okay. uh, like a dating thing that you wrote in. And I, the only one I ever remember, because I remember reading them a bunch of times and just laughing with people. Um, the only one I ever remember was, I'm just a rhino looking for an elephant's ass. What? <laughs> <laughs> or I think for an elephant ass or whatever it was. But it was like, oh my God. Like, what does that even mean? I hope, like, I hope if, he found her. If you're applying, found her. If you're applying that to like humans, you know, he's yeah. a guy that wants to eat another species butt. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh. this metaphor falls apart because I don't know what the <laughs> the human equivalent to the rhino elephant is. What what is the human equivalent if you're the rhino? I, oh, it's gotta be. It's, it would be one of the great apes, obviously. I feel like gorilla, one of the probably. Great apes. Yeah, because like yeah, bigger yeah. animal, gorilla or yeah, orangutan for sure. Let's go with orangutan. <laughs> All right, yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god yeah so many so many good things but i don't know what i yeah i used to read books yeah do interesting things take walks have a life outside now i can't even find them outside because they have my phone in front of my face yeah, no kidding. i'm trying to um i'm planning a trip down to your way but i'm gonna go down okay a river to a lake and make a right <laughs> so just on my kayak just boom make a right i think it'll take me about a week but i meant awesome. i mentioned it to my kids and they're like that sounds horrible <laughs> <laughs> honestly it sounds awesome right yeah yeah like, yeah no it sounds great i actually i've i've wanted to do this we've got a a, a route mapped out from uh my the creek behind my parents house just mm-hmm. over to um lake st Clair, and we're just going to do a canoe and take it down there but that's not nearly as interesting. Won't take nearly as long. We have to pause for a second because some of our listeners might not be from and people in Essex oh, County yes. prevent or pronounce creek like crick. So I so. don't I don't know if anybody does, but I don't know if anybody does, but that's what we call the 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 creek behind my house. We call it the creek. It's little I, crick and it flows into big creek. Yeah, so. but like people in Essex County will be like, "Oh yeah, I went to get the ditchweed bound by the creek." Meaning asparagus, <laughs> wild asparagus picked by a creek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. But I, yeah, I, I've just never called it anything else for sure. We definitely call it the creek. It yeah. is, it is one of those things where it's just like, oh yeah, I know how to drive a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> but it, nobody else in Canada calls a creek a creek. Uh, I'll like Never. Yeah. It's just and it's Canada. supposedly because uh, uh, my wife does not believe that it's a word. And so yeah. I've looked it up for her a couple of times just to show her that it is a word. And it originated in the American South. Really? That's where it started with people calling it things the crick. Yeah. Huh. So I don't know why we call it that way, but it's it's been that way since my grandpa was. So huh. I would I like to think that it's the underground. Room, the Hopefully. Black yeah. There's some <laughs> some then... good thing came out of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> a sub, a probably, small conversation about probably crick. was words out of it. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> They started coming through and they're like, man, now we know what to call that body of water. It's like, I'm glad uh, I went through 20 years of slavery so that <laughs> some guy in the future could say crick. Oh, their greatest wish. <laughs> uh, that's why they followed that star. Oh my God. Yeah. No, that's good. Yep. Honestly, it's one of those things too where we always talk about that, like the Underground Railroad. We really use the Underground Railroad thing to uh, cover up a lot of stuff in Canada. Like you, <laughs> right. you've never heard so people so proud of doing just about the bare minimum, yeah. uh, letting people uh, live right, yeah, and not have to go back into slavery. Um, mm-hmm. Doing the exact bare minimum, and actually, I mean, if the American slavers found them up here and tried to bring them back, it was never all that hard for them, right? Yeah. So literally, the bare minimum. Um, man, do we hold on to man? Yeah. Do we hold on to it? it I, I mean, it's... it was a great moment, but not really our moment as much as we would like to make it that. Not really our moment. I think it's one of those things. It's just a PD and propaganda saying, yeah, because we define ourselves so much by how we're not the same. But yeah. like so much of our actual policy, the sundown laws, where black people weren't allowed out past sundown, yeah. um, they had to be in their own communities for sure. Yeah, each community had their own rules about black people. Yeah. Yep. But it, like th- those are fairly recent, right? Like they, they, there's some still in the books for sure. Yeah. They haven't been taken out. Right. Mm-hmm. But nobody, nobody enforces them, but they're still on the for books. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it does make a difference. Right. 
I think it like does make is, a difference. Like it's the whole symbolism yeah, of it. It needs to be off the books for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then we were always saying, oh yeah, we're different because we didn't have slavery and whatnot. It's like, geez. We, like, we have not had slavery for longer because we went when the British went. But okay. I mean, slavery was something that is definitely has been legal in this country. Yeah. It was not done to the same extent. It was not the same, but you could own slaves in Canada. Yeah. It's not, it's not something that was ever like banned. It was not something that, that happened in a large scale, but I mean, yeah, we definitely had them for sure. So there was this thing I saw at a museum as a kid that always stuck with me. So it was like a rail, um, a railroad or mining museum that I saw like out West, like on British Columbia. And they had a sign from this railroad or mine saying how much they would pay people. And so it was like 50 cents a day for a white guy, 40 cents mm -hmm. for a yellow guy, 30 cents for a black guy. Yeah. And then they don't even put Aboriginal person or Indigenous no, person. No, because they weren't going to give them a job. No, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, so, but you know what I mean? Like it was just, there was a hierarchy. Yeah. And you like that hierarchy yeah. pretty much still exists the way it was where like the the closer to white you are the the better you get unless you're going through like yeah or at least the times. expectation is the better you'll get treated for sure yeah. but yeah yeah it's just, I don't know, it's it just, just so is, wild yeah. and to be two and white what, guys talking about it like like jeez <laughs> <laughs> well you know what and like i i i didn't even i didn't realize the extent of the problem i didn't realize i i thought for the longest time when i was growing up like i definitely was i was raised to believe that Canada was not a racist country mm -hmm. and it was definitely a very good country. We we're forward thinking. And so I was always raised to be very proud of us and like with things like the underground railroad. Right. But then leaving out the other parts of it. Yeah. Right. Focusing on like that. It did happen. This was the destination, you know, for the end of the underground railroad and we have museums about it. And, uh, you know, different things set up where you can go and, you know, see, you know, where people actually, the, the place where they actually were and there's a, a museum and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I was raised to believe that. And so I feel like that's a lot of the problem with what we're seeing now where people are so upset because it is shocking, right? And very yeah. upsetting to see everything that actually has happened. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and you just, you don't understand it. You have to actually take the time to educate yourself. And for myself, I've also had to take the time too and you know because there's time in my life that was it was like i didn't have much i didn't have more money than people you know in, in other races there are definitely people i know that are, that are minorities who had more money than mm -hmm. right so you know i would focus on that and be like see so i mean it's not like anybody's getting treated differently or anything um but then when you actually look at it you do see the stuff that even like there i was pulled over by police a bunch of times and uh, there are tons of times that something could have happened and I always got the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I, I had a bunch of police officers actually tell me, you seem like a real good kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Why is that? You just caught me committing a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I seem like a good kid? What about this seems good kid? So, right? One story that like... You got me in the middle of something. One story that stuck in my head ever since I was like, like a little kid was we had a, a mutual friend growing up who was brown and his older brother went into a neighboring small town and he would not go into that neighboring small town without carrying a big ass knife. And like he, yeah. he told me stories about a bunch of kids surrounding him and him having to pull his knife out and threaten to like slash these fuckers if they like attacked him. Like that's just, yeah. 
Yeah. No, Canada's not that. racist. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? For me too, a lot of it, I, I, I excuse a lot of what I saw growing up as just being like, oh, well, you know, they're from a small town, right? That's not representative of the bigger yeah. cities in Canada. You know, I feel like I pushed a lot of stuff off on, you know, oh, these guys are like small-minded people, right? Um, and that they're not representative of the whole. But when you start to look at the whole, I mean, it's very racist. Yeah. And yeah, I can't believe that people are surprised about the royal family just coming back to that for whatever reason. Yeah. It's like the, the overarching system is very racist. And it was created by them. So how could it not be? Yeah. It's their system. Yeah. It's like, not just designed to keep, uh, uh, you know, minorities down. They want to keep everybody down, right? They're ruling exactly. over us all. Yeah. So, yeah, any system designed to bring them above us, like, why would we base our Senate on the House of Lords? We don't, we're not supposed to have Lords here. Exactly. You yeah. know, this is the yeah. new world. Yeah. We, we kind of came over here and got rid of all the Indigenous people so that we couldn't have Lords. Like, and we were, mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, yeah, one of the, one of the things, too, is, like, uh, we've never had our revolution, you know? Um, and I feel like this could be a good time to do that and break with a lot of these systems in our government, you know? Yeah. And I, I, Trudeau's already come out as saying that this is not the time to get rid of our monarchy. Um, and we know how he's been moving on electoral reform. Um, yeah. He's definitely not going to be getting rid of the Senate. So, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I get so frustrated with that because he, uh, he tries to cultivate that image of a person that changes things. And, and the, the only thing he's Choose, changed. I love their, their slogan is choosing forward, choosing forward. With what? With normalcy. <laughs> yes. Forward with just doing the same shit. <laughs> They've been yeah. promising, uh, like a lot of their promises, like their pharmacare and stuff like that. A lot of the stuff is stuff they've been promising since like 1997. So clearly forward is not towards getting their goals accomplished. But the, like they're honestly, literally talking about like forward in time. Like just let's keep moving through time because, you know, that's the way time works. But these are also politicians. And if they gave us exactly what they said they'd give us, they wouldn't have a platform for next time. Yeah, they'd have to think of something new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I was just thinking today, like, I mean, they're it, like, it just needs to be changed from top to bottom. Like the way we even think about stuff, right? Like. Uh, they do all, all your support, right? If you need any type of financial support, it's based on your yearly income. Mm-hmm. Well, when you know that like 60% of the population is living paycheck to paycheck, how do you figure I can wait to do my yearly income tax or base anything on a year where I wasn't having financial trouble? I didn't ask for your help last year because I was doing fine. Why mm-hmm. am I showing you what I did last year, right? Yeah. That's, not, that's not the year I need help with. Not, right? not only that, they know that. Well, you yeah. might be a little bit different because of your the way you do your work. But like, if right. I go to work and I get a T four or you know, it's, it's like my tax forms, they also send that to the government. So why do I have to put it in? They know exactly how much I yeah. paid. They yeah. know how much money I've paid in taxes. They know if I've overpaid or underpaid. Yeah. And and in fact, they just want me to submit it and make a claim, hoping that I get something wrong so that they can send me a letter. Because they already know what I've done because they double check. Well, and they want to, yeah, yeah. And they, they, they want you to get less than, than what you are entitled to. That's yeah. their whole goal is that you submit it, something's wrong, and they don't have to give you as much as they, as, as they should be giving you. Yeah. So, yeah. No, there's so many ways that it needs to be changed. Just honestly, top to bottom, 
the only thing that I would keep is like the the voting, you know. Oh, I would I would keep MPs and MPPs, but I don't feel like we need a Senate. Oh, I don't feel like that's important. I'd also get rid of our first past the post. I think that's no, no, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Go get rid of that. Yeah, yeah. keep ours isn't even a first MP. We're not even a first past the post when you get past it, like when you really think about it, because that would imply that at some point you were doing some type of runoff voting where you had to get like 50% of the vote in order to, yeah. to win. But it's no, you just have to get more than the second place. Yeah. So you, like theoretically, if you had 100 parties, you could get by with 10% of the vote. 10% of the people yeah. wanted you. And this is the this is the system that we're like, yes, let's keep. This is a good system. Yeah. Well, you know, and whenever you look at the like the vote totals in the nation overall, you see that there are a lot of parties that are underrepresented and a lot of parties that are overrepresented. Right. Oh, like and crazy. You know which two I'm thinking of for both sections. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I would say Bloc Quebecois is overrepresented entirely. Yeah. Um, if you're well, not gonna be a national party, get out of here. The, yes, I I kind of agree with that. But at the same time, Running it's Quebec. like how are they able to become an opposition party like that's so powerful with just because one because Quebec has so many seats. Yeah, but Quebec at the same so time, many seats. It, I I I both agree and disagree with this because like mm-hmm. how can one province have so many seats? That's ridiculous. But also, the two most populous provinces by a landslide are Quebec and Ontario. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. Ontario had a um, a separatist party as well, everybody we, and else we need to. Yeah. <laughs> you it, think it's so? Ridiculous. Yeah. No, look at what's happening with Alberta, right? Yeah. They, they've they've been doing this for a while where they threaten this kind of stuff. Now it's starting to form into an actual movement, but it really helps every it. it and it's only encouraging more like I would if I was, you know, uh, inclined to right now uh, be you know starting a party and having you know a ton of people follow me out of there. I think I think that would be the a, a big party for Ontario. I think that would do great things just yeah. to start leeching votes away from all these bigger parties and uh, forcing them to come to the table uh, and, and deal with a lot of stuff. Quebec gets so much out of these deals where they, they push for separatism. And yeah, it would, it would do a world of good for Ontario. And it would be terrible for Canada. Every time <laughs> one of these things happens, it's terrible for the whole country. But honestly, the squeaky wheels get the grease. So yeah, it's true. that's what you do. That's why most of those big liberal scandals during the Jean Chrétien years, right? It was all trying to funnel money into Quebec. Yeah. So and and that's not really changing, yeah. right? It's and it's no. It, it's not like it changed with uh um anybody, right? The liberals or the conservatives. No. Because no, no conservative no, wants to funnel be the, money. Yeah. No conservative yeah, wants to be the guy that's to Quebec. Canada. Yeah. They funnel they funnel money out west. And yeah, we just need to be a part of it. Just gotta get in there and get all Ontario separatists. I can get behind that. Like let's yeah. Yeah. Let's get every province having a separatist party. Yeah. And actually, for a while, there was uh, one of my favorite names for a party ever uh, was the United Farmers of Ontario. Oh, yeah. The UFO party. Yeah. They, they were in charge in Ontario for a long time. I like that name. But yeah, they just disappeared. United Farmers of Ontario has got a great party name. <laughs> they disappeared like it, like their namesake. <laughs> yeah, they just came in, came down from the sky, and then just popped right out of there. A Never few saw anything probes. Like Boom. <laughs> they were not a fun party though. They were definitely they were they were pro. Well, it depends on how into anal probes you're joys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then it's a party. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. The UFO party. Actually, a while ago I was thinking I should join the Rhino Party. I thought that yeah. would be fun. 
I think the think uh, of a goofy name, yeah, yeah, just run as a disruption candidate. For a while, I thought about doing the common sense part, the C, and just like I, I, it would be the anti-party where um, you join and you have to like like other parties, you have to get the the votes from your local in order to be able to run. But there's no party guidance. There's no such thing as a party <laughs> vote. Any vote is like uh, the Canadian equivalent of a floor vote, like just a free vote. <laughs> You know, like, because that's what pisses me off the most is like, people are always like, oh, yeah, just like vote for whatever candidate's the best. But the candidate doesn't matter because they always take their lead from the pleader. So, yeah, Yeah. um, the only time they would matter is in voting for their leader. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was my whole idea. Like, just, nope, every vote's a free vote. Just do what you want. It honestly should happen. Like, why are they there if they're not even deciding on how to vote? Yeah. Why are we paying you a salary? Yeah. Like at this point, like you, a monkey could do your job, right? Yeah. Well, and and maybe even is, nicer. It would be ridiculous. Yeah. But it would be, it would be ridiculous, you know, to have everyone in Canada vote on every bill, right? That's why we have a government. But that's why we have this smaller section of the country so that we get a bunch of opinions on, yeah. on each bill, right? Because it still needs to go through a process. That's why, I, I mean, I feel like, a lot of our politicians are benefiting heavily from the fact that we don't put a lot of thought into who we put in parliament. <laughs> you know, we're yes. just like, oh, you'd probably be fine. Yeah, no, that guy, sure, he'd be fine, whatever. Did you hear the... You know, uh, like, they don't... Did, did you hear that thing about the, the finance minister being... Um, he was running a numbered company because if you run a numbered company, then you don't have to uh, report your taxes or something. How much you owe? Yeah, because they disclose... Yeah, they have to disclose earnings, but... Yeah, yeah. there are ways around even the transparency that we do have. Because they make the, the, the rules and then they're like, oh, well, I've made the rules. I can just make this one sub rule that allows me a, a loophole. It's like, boom. Yeah. And then you were telling me and then, um, earlier in the week that like 25% of our MPs or MP in Ontario uh, were landlords. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yes. Like, yeah, hold on. Let me try and find the numbers here. It was insane. I actually retweeted it just so I have it available. So there are uh, 87 landlord MPs. Mm-hmm. That's federal. And oh, where's the number? But yeah, 26% of our MPs are landlords. Are landlords. That is so wild to me. Like, how is that yeah. representative of our population? Yeah. And like, doesn't it suddenly make sense why they were able to rush through that thing saying that you could evict people during COVID? Because that right. Doug Ford was like, oh, that no. legislation we... got passed. Yeah, exactly. Like, super quick. Hmm. Wonder why. Mm. Yeah. No, it's all very confusing. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm actually, I was surprised by the number of NDP uh, people on this list. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, they, they just, they are always talking about helping the people and the working class. And it's like, who is who's benefiting well, more from the working class than landlords right now? Not only that, but like, there's also the the fact that the NDP, like, it, they they can say as much as they want that they want the, the working class to be helped and whatnot. But our mm-hmm. system in general is not made to help the working class. And here's a party trying to work within the system to help the working class. I'm sorry, but the entire yeah. system is working against you. You're not going to be able to do it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Let's let's try yeah. to do something better here. But Yeah, and you know what? They're constantly, you do see them kind of moving to the center all the time, right? Like trying yeah. to appeal to the center. Um and it is they they do get afraid of the word socialist. Um, they're you know 
kind of back and forth on Palestine, right? So, yeah. yeah. And like Andrew Horwath, leader of the Ontario NDP, and um, Percy Hatfield, my MPP. Okay. Also. Landlords? People on this list. Landlords. Jeez. Oh. Yeah. How so, can the leader of the NDP, the Workers' Party, be like, oh, yes, yeah. I want to pay my mortgage with somebody else's labor? Yes, that makes yeah, sense. And maybe, maybe she thinks, maybe she thinks that she's a very good landlord, right? That's an oxymoron. Maybe she, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe she thinks that. It's just like, maybe, like, but landlords uh, don't provide anything. The, like the house is yeah. there. Like I've never heard of a landlord building a house building specifically to rent to, it out. Yeah. yeah, they buy somebody else's work and then pay off that purchase with somebody else's work. Mm-hmm. Going back to our previous episode. Work. Yeah. Ugh, that's just it. What's it good for? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. And and then we're just like, yeah, this is gonna be the party that does something for us. Yeah. And I like to think that they would it, if they could, but yeah. But there's but limits. At the same time, you can see that it's against their own self-interest in a lot of cases. Yeah. Right? And it's hard for people to vote against their own self-interest. Exactly. You know, that's just something we know. So yeah, it is. Did you want to talk about that other article? What was that other article? Refresh the me. one I sent you about uh, Beijing, uh, the Beijing police are uh, doing the security screenings for our visas. They're running our visa pro- process for entering the country. Yeah. So like it was a process. It was started in 2008. Um, this is by Ryan Tumulty, uh National Post. And yeah. So uh, the immigration minister, uh, Marco Mendocino, uh, he was. Uh, having to ask or answer questions during question period about this contract, the conservatives had the audacity um, to question him on this program that definitely started under Harper, 2008. That's two years into Harper's uh, glorious reign there. Um, so that just, I mean, it's obviously in bad faith. Mm-hmm. Any of the things that they're saying there are bad about it, but I just can't see how this would be set up. You know, on what on what planet does that seem like a good idea? Yeah. Like, yeah, there, there's so much going on with that. We're like, like, dis, like, let's just brush aside the usual conservative thing where they blame people, other people for their own mistakes. Yeah. Um, yeah. They set up a deal and they're like, oh, no, it's wrong when you do it. Yeah. But we didn't do it. But it's wrong that you're doing it. Like, yeah, you're doing it. <laughs> well, we did it fine. Yeah. We didn't know as much as we know now. Yeah. Because um, Tiananmen Square never happened. Um, yeah, well, and they're just, they're, they're all of a sudden really going after China. When the whole time Harper was in power, they couldn't have been happier to sell off most of the country. Yeah. And like, they okay. They love getting so, rid of mining rights. So let's just brush that aside for just a second. Because that's that's mm. just a different, a different level of fucked up. <laughs> um, the visa is like application process is done by a foreign government's police force. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like we're, we've talked a lot today about the queens and like the queen and the monarchy and mm-hmm. whatnot. I think we might have Queen Elizabeth, but we have King Winnie the Pooh. Like I just th- this is mind blowing to me. Like that's I think that this is mm-hmm. a a really important thing that a a country has to have the visa. Well, they they don't have to control have control of yeah, but like yeah. You should have control over that. If you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna have um, uh, a visa process to control your borders, mm-hmm. it has to be like it feels like it's 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 infringing on sovereignty 
in some way. Like I know, I know, I, I know it's like, it just doesn't sit right with me. Um, but like, I get that we're allowing, we hired a company that's run by the Beijing police to do this for us. So Canada is, I guess, somewhat in control of it. So but- no, because if you were the Beijing police, so you're in China, right? you're the Beijing police, and you have all of this information, what are the chances that because you're so pro-communist China or the CCP, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Communist, yeah, whatever. Party, yeah. You're, you're, you're so pro that Chinese government. What are the chances that you're not passing along that information? There are no chances. No, it's just happening. Like none, right? I don't, I don't like it's yeah, just happening. It's for sure just happening. Yeah. But so here's you don't the, hide information from the Chinese Communist Party. No, you know, but That's here's just the thing. widely known. That feels like too widely known. We're paying them to take our information. Information, yeah. So, but you know what I mean? Like that—that's just so wild to me. Like they don't even have to have spies yeah. because we're paying them to take. Well, right it. now, I'm like, paying. I'm paying Apple and Rogers to steal my information. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it is pretty commonplace when you think about it. Yeah, and when you think but, about it too, like I think we're yeah. on Zoom right now, and like Zoom, I'm pretty sure is a Chinese. Oh, product. they're stealing this information for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like if once China takes over Canada, which apparently has already happened. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we uh, will be sent to the gulags first. Do they use gulags yeah. in China? Like, I don't know. That seems like a very uh, no, Russian thing. No, it seems Russian. Yeah. That's a <laughs> Russian thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think so we're, they, we're I in the clear is what you're saying. We don't have to worry camps. about it. Yeah, like... no. Not in the nope. Not at all. No. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's just it. Like, it, it does. It feels like a sovereignty thing. You know? Yeah. We have 100%. to be in control of our own borders. Yeah. Why and, and the fact that we let it happen, uh, mm-hmm. especially when it's the conservatives who let it happen, and that seems like the party that would be the worst for to get caught doing this yeah. um, politically. Um, so if we let this happen, like there's a reason. It feels like there would have to be a reason that we would let it happen. It's part of the deal what? for mining rights. It's part of the deal for something. Yeah, <clears throat> it feels like it definitely has to be part of something. Yeah, but why does it keep going? Too, it's though? just not a good idea. But like, why does it keep going on? Idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have no every, idea. Every single day, it just makes me wonder, like, what pictures do they have? Like, mm-hmm. like I just because don't get it. They're telling us to worry about China, right? Yeah. Like you, the message from the government is, hey, like, that's who you should be worried about. There was a, a thing I watched the other day about how uh, the CIA was saying that it's it's not uh, China has given doesn't even they're not even concerned with a military takeover they're going to take over economically and they're going to take over in different ways. They're not even going to try and take us over militarily. Oh no. And yeah. So it's like, so this is just definitely helping that along. Like this is, they're yeah. definitely taking over. Uh, if, and yeah, we took um, that Meng Wangzhou. We took her hostage. Yeah. Um, that was a terrible idea. Yeah. And then they took two of our guys hostage because, you know, if you're going to take one of them. ours, you might as well take two of theirs. Like, yeah. Right. And this isn't even the first time they've done that. They did two citizens before. But like our government yeah. still isn't like, don't go to China. No. Or they're fine all, with it. Just go to all China, patriots just want. come back because you could be used as a pawn and be sent to prison for whatever on the Chinese government's whim. Yeah. And yeah. No, they seem to know that that's as many as they're going to take because I mean, that we do issue, issue travel bans for places. Yeah. But there's been nothing like that. But it seems like it would be very dangerous. Like, I mean, I would hope that most people looking at the situation are not going to go to China. They're just going to avoid that entirely. I, yeah. I would hope. But there's going to be obviously people who don't do that, who don't care. Mm-hmm. Right. And still go. 
And so that's why you issue, issue a travel ban. And we've done it for other countries when it's been dangerous to be there. Yeah. And you've never seen anything happen. Which- and have you heard about all of the, um, the Chinese nationals that are in Canada and they do like protests and stuff and they, they rat on other Chinese nationals in Canada? Have you heard about this? No. Oh, so it's a big thing in Hamilton. So it's happened a lot in, Mac, in, in McMaster because uh, students from China come over to McMaster to do schooling. And then mm-hmm. um, somebody will be saying something that doesn't toe the Chinese party line. And then they'll get ratted to the Chinese government back home by one of their students. Oh, my God. Right. But th- this brings up another question. Like, how are they doing this? How are they getting all these spies over and blah, blah, blah. And it's because they control the yeah. visa process. Yeah. Well, and uh, we're going to let that happen, too, because for those schools, that is such a huge influx of cash. Those guys are paying so much money and they drop so much money in the communities that they are in. They spend a ton of cash. You have to be rich to come to Canada for like international for schooling. So no, people love them. People love them coming in. Yeah. But yeah, that's so we're not going to do anything about that. We're just going to let that happen because it's good for business. It's good for the universities. But a thing we could do is just move our visa application process away from yeah. the Chinese government. Yeah. Why do we want them sent home? Right? Yeah. They're spending all kinds of cash. They're doing great. Let's yeah. keep them here. But no, no, that's, and yeah, that's part of it is that mm-hmm. we're just, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like there's no way to, to think about it where it's like, oh yeah, no, I, I can see the point of that. Yeah. No, it's, it's good to let a country that in almost every speech you tell us they're a hostile <laughs> they're, they're breaking they're they're destroying human rights and they're uh, a horrible place that does awful things to its citizens mm-hmm. let's give them some power over us that sounds great yeah give them like, I, a ridiculous amount of power for another country to have right if like, britain had that power i would be upset yeah i you're absolutely right if any other country had that power i would be upset if mm-hmm. tuvalu had that power yeah. i might be a little and bit britain, more okay with it see. Because I'd be like, oh, you know, that's going to help out their economy. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. But like, really, like, it's just, Mm -hmm. I am literally at a loss for words. Like, it's just mind blowing. Like, there has to be some type of a weird ass corruption going on for this to to happen. And so uh, they reading through the rest of the article. One of the things they bring up is uh, they're wondering about the safety of people as China starts to clamp down on democracy in Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the people from Hong Kong are going to be trying to get to other countries. They're going to be looking for visas. Oh so my gosh. will they be able to get visas if the visa process is being controlled by the Beijing police? Um, you know? Yeah. No, so, they're not going to be able to. No, that's it. Of course not. You're, you're yeah. in Hong Kong. You're and, not going and to Canada. The liberals are actually telling us that they, they will be. That's what they, they've said in, in question period, which is a place where it feels it's not quite a courtroom, but feels like you should probably be held to pretty high standards of truth telling but they're um, not but they can stand there <laughs> like, in, in a question period and say yeah no it's uh it's not gonna be a problem for them to get across honestly People from hong kong even the ones involved in the riots they said we'll get visas if they need them if uh we should start a political party and then once we get enough people in the on the floor we should make um put forth a bill saying that if anybody like you treat question period like a like you can be perjured, like yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, you you lied about that. You you knew that nobody in Hong Kong was going to be able to come over. Now you go to yeah. China, like just anybody whoop. anybody looking at that article knows that the people in Hong Kong aren't going to be coming over. Yeah, you know exactly. 
And it's like they're more than likely going to be arrested as soon as they put in an application. But what is going on in Canada where we're like, yes, we want to be we want to be having these ties with this authoritarian government. Like, yeah. How close is Canada to being an authoritarian government? Honestly, it doesn't feel like there is a lot of power. Right. Like we have everything that that we that we vote for, Mm -hmm. because in the States, at least there's quite a few plebiscites. Right. Mm -hmm. They always have a few questions on their bills. Right. We get nothing like that when when we're. Uh, doing our elections. It's just who are you going to vote for, basically. Yep. That's that's the standard Canadian election. Who we vote for is one MP. That MP does what his leader tells him to do, right? And then if they ever vote in anything that's going to be bad for business, the Senate just shoots it down, Yeah. right? There's all kinds of things that just get passed through to, to be shot down in the Senate. So yeah, it's pretty authoritarian already, right? And yeah. we, we just keep trading back and forth between centrist parties and um, and then we have, if even if something did come through, the Senate could just shut it down. So, yeah, we're pretty close. They don't we're need pretty close boots to on the authoritarian country. So you're saying that essentially because of the way our government is structured, we don't need boots on the ground. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And like voting, there's there's good that comes with voting. You got to vote. You got to get out there. It would be great to get a party in there that would get rid of the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It <laughs> it feels like we need to change a lot, right? There's the constitution and the whole thing is getting people to have the actual political will to do that and yeah and our government this stuff can be changed but we made it we're so good at propaganda like there's so much propaganda that goes on from such an early age that nobody recognized propaganda so they're just like "Uh, whatever that's just the way things are and we talked about that earlier about you know the oh well we have the underground railroad people came up to canada because blah 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 (laughs) we're so much better it's like it's all, it's all just propaganda. And if we could just really be is. better at recognizing, being like, oh, yeah, Canada's not that, has a lot mm-hmm. of potential. Like, yeah. you know, I can love a country and its people while still recognizing that there's a lot of bad in it. Yeah. But no, I'm, yeah. I'm still a proud Canadian. I just, I feel like we could do so much better. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just our, it, it's our imaginations that are holding us back. Yeah. This whole idea that you can't change it. You can definitely change it. Mm-hmm. there'd be no point to reading a history book if things didn't change right exactly it's like oh there was one guy in charge and then there's another guy in charge and then there's another guy in charge and then after him it was his son okay great <laughs> all right so but now it's just yeah we, we we've reached a stasis we don't think we can change but we can't it can happen i think that's a good time to stop so uh absolutely this has been your weekly DJ. 